Hello, welcome back to the Equippers International podcast short version, right back into Hebrews chapter 1. We've been stepping through these first four verses and looking at this beautiful passage of Scripture and how it highlights different characteristics of Jesus. Today, we're going to be in verse 3. In the last episode, we talked about that first phrase, how Jesus is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of His nature. Today, we're just going to talk quickly about the last phrase there, how He upholds all things by the word of His power. Now, Jesus is definitely characterized as one who has all the powers. We know Jesus has all authority given unto him in heaven. And this verse highlights his role to uphold all things. Now, at first glance, this may look like that the writer of Hebrews is depicting Jesus as some type of superhuman atlas figure, like he's holding the world on his shoulders. Some of us may remember the little Sunday school song. He's got the whole world in his hands. And I don't think that's exactly what the writer is trying to bring across here. More, I think what he's trying to bring across is this idea that Jesus has the power and the responsibility to uphold and to execute everything that is in God's heart. We've already seen that Jesus is the final communication of God. We saw there earlier in an episode that he is the the communication, the final word. And we talked about him being the logos and how he communicates God's heart and intention toward all of humanity. Uh, this idea is a little similar. He's communicating. The word used here for word is the other Greek word, rhema. It's not logos. There is a difference between the two. I'm not going to belabor that this morning. I don't think there's a huge difference. It's probably more that rhema is a bit of a kind of a subset idea over the greater umbrella idea of Logos just being the general sense of God communicating a message, and Rhema would be the more specific spoken way that he does that. Maybe not spoken in a way that we would think is spoken as audible words, but a spiritual speaking, a spiritual communication. The writer says here that Jesus upholds everything by the Rhema of his power. The stress here is really on the power. It's an interesting word order. He doesn't say by the power of his word. He actually says by the word of his power. I believe the word order is significant because I believe the writer is trying to stress the power more than the word. He's saying that Jesus has the responsibility of executing everything by the power of God. I'm reminded of a verse in Ephesians 4. I actually read some of these verses in a previous episode. I want to read them again because I want to stay here and I want to comment on this idea of the power of God. Ephesians 4, 18 through 21, Paul says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you will know what is the hope of his calling, what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance, inheritance in the saints and what is the surpassing greatness of his power toward us who believe these are in accordance with the working of the strength of his might which he brought about in Christ when he raised him from the dead now i'm going to stop there 
here's what I want to comment on this morning, and here's what I want to leave us with. The thing that qualifies Jesus the most to stand in a position and a role of communicating everything that God wants to communicate, not just to speak it, but to actually convey everything that the Father God wanted to convey to the human race, to the world. It was accomplished through Jesus, and it was confirmed through his resurrection from the dead. This was the single most powerful expression of the power of God. Now, we know that the power of God rested upon Jesus to work miracles and signs and wonders, but this power that was demonstrated at the resurrection of the dead was the ultimate power. It conquered the ultimate enemy. Jesus overcame the power of death, and in that role, in his position as the one and only human being that has been raised from the power of death, who's been resurrected after fully experiencing death, God established him as the one who is able to uphold all things in this power. And so one thing I want to remind us of, and we need to always keep in mind, it's very easy for us to stay naturally minded. And I believe this is a bit of what the writer of Hebrews was trying to do in regards to the historical setting. The Jews were busy trying to mount a military attack on the Roman Empire. They were trying to express power through military might. And the writer of Hebrews is probably trying to draw their attention to, hey guys, Jesus is the one that has all the power. We don't need to be only naturally minded. We need to raise our vision and to have spiritual minded understanding of things. And this is the context in which the writer of Hebrews is putting Jesus. He's saying, look, he upholds all things by his power. He has been given all authority because he is the one that has been overcome the power of death. He's overcome the power of sin. He's overcome and disarmed all the rulers and authorities and triumphed over them. And in that position, he has the role and the responsibility of upholding all the things of God. Jesus is the one who guarantees that all that God has accomplished on our behalf will continue to be upheld. He is upholding it. The verb here is a present tense active verb. Jesus is in the process of continually upholding, guaranteeing, and executing all that God has done on our behalf to set us free from the power of death, to set us free from the power of sin, to bring to us our full inheritance of sons and daughters, and this is the role that Jesus upholds because the power is according to his word. The power is according to what he communicates according to the Father's heart. So I want to leave us with that thought this morning. Be strong and courageous and love Jesus more.